Hi, I'm Patrick Palm, CEO and founder of Favro, and this is the Learn From Leaders podcast. The background to these interviews is that Favro clients are some of the most innovative and agile businesses out there. And it's used for collaborative planning by marketing teams, by product teams, HR, management teams. And what this means is that we get to know some truly inspiring people. So what we do in this podcast is that I invite them here for conversation about something where they are true leaders. So we can all learn from it. Let's go. And now you have been uh, taking um, you know, the whole you know, mission of, of helping organizations to, to be more agile in their whole go-to-market strategy uh, to, to kind of a next level you know, with your own business and, and helping many companies instead. And, and, and you know, let's, let's jump into that conversation now. So um, I think that's a good starting point. I mean, how, um, how did you read? I mean, what is your kind of briefly the background here? And you know, what, what brought you to, to all of these things that you're doing today? Well, it's a long story, <laughs> but I think um, th- there are two uh, cornerstones. Uh, the first one is really um, like early 2000, or I'd say mid 2000, 2005. Um, I read this book that was just published about Google because I didn't really understand how the heck they could make so much money. Yeah. It didn't really make sense. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this is 2005 and I thought I was pretty much into technology and I, I had like a lot of many years of sales and marketing background and I th- sort of I knew my way around and I read this book and I realized that they didn't play by the same rules so it's like a completely different type of concept of go to market yeah. so that got me totally intrigued around like the technology side uh, uh, like how to how how technology plays a completely new role in terms of go to market so then I, I asked the vice president of sales and marketing with a fairly large organization, like 45 people. Um, I, I started to work with this. Like I started to implement this because this was like, I, we need to be really good at managing these type of this technology set in uh, using that, leveraging that and go to market. And then I just realized that pain in the ass. I mean, the concept of different functions and the way we were organized and the way we worked. Uh, and then I, I read uh, Jeff Sutherland's book, Scrum. And that just just threw me off. That was like, wow, shit. I need to I need to get my store. And then I I used to be way back. I used to be CEO um, and chairman for probably like the leading consulting firm implementing like enterprise project management system based on the Microsoft platform. Um, and uh, we were doing like massive project with ABB. Um, op- uh, tele- telecom operators in Scandinavia. I was I was in the steering committee um, in Interkea System. That's the mother organization of IKEA, um, facilitating the te- uh, building the technology platform they use for rolling up like hundred IKEA around the world. I mean, this was this was pr- this was like black belt, Sig Sigma, all the all the classical like project models, project offices, that whole thing. So I I was fairly versatile understanding project methodology. And then I realized you got to pretty much throw that out the window and, and start all over. All right, cool. And, and I, um, I, I know that you're, um, you know, you're, you're working on some, some pretty cool um, um, articles right now, right? Uh, there was, uh, you know, one, one I, I saw a draft. Uh, um, you have to help me with the title. It's, it's um, you know, making your, ad, uh, your marketing organization agile, you know, kind of, you know, go to market framework. You know, I think, um, 
I think you summar will summarize this better. But you know, what what is what is the gist of uh, of this paper that you're writing right now? Well, basically, when um, when when I think about this, when I look at an organization, um, um, and and I please note, I'm 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 not saying a marketing organization. I'm not saying a sales organization. I'm 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 talking more about the go-to-market organization. When we talk talk about fairly big organization, you have a marketing organization, you have a sales organization, but I think you mentally you need to think about it not from those specific functions. So basically, the the idea. The idea of this article that I, I published this morning is is it it uses uh, the quote that actually uh, is behind me, which which says that uh, uh, planning is is uh, uh, plans are useless, but planning is, is essential. Um, and and basically, what what it says that all companies have strategies, all companies have goals. Uh, you need a tactic. But you need to separate the tack, the strategy, and your business goals and your tactics from the activities, uh, and that's what I call the go-to-market framework. That is the framework that puts your strategy, your your business goals, and your uh, tactics on one level, and then on the the abstraction level down, you have the the activities, and that's where you're agile. Because a lot of people feel like saying that you're doing agile is just an excuse for not doing plans. And that's like not true. Uh, and of course, you mentioned uh, 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 John Doerr's like OKR uh, concept. I mean, it's it's the basic, basically the same concept of running OKRs is to have a, f a framework for aligning goals with activities. So I, I um, you know, one one thing I've I've seen and discussed quite a bit uh, from you know from from the product side is that, um, I you know I remember I was speaker at um, uh, you know a, a product manager conference and 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 you know they talked a lot about you know agile scaling frameworks um, and you know Favreau supports them so you know Favreau supports you know the the safe framework you know John is is mm -hmm. you know certified you know with with that. You know, I would you know the so-called you know Spotify model? I would I would say is you know maybe more suitable for for many organizations. And Favre is is uh, probably the the best uh, platform in the world for supporting that. Um, but what I want to get to here is that you know there we really talk about um, you know kind of agile on, on on different levels. You know, team level, you know, product level, program level, you know, so forth. Um, but but one you know one of the messages that I was really um, telling these guys and, and really got into conversations is that, you know, a mistake that I see a lot of organizations do is that, you know, they, they, they try to optimize by tweaking their processes and their tools. They say their product development organization, you know, another like 10% or maybe 15 or 20%, you know, they want it a little bit more efficient. But the really, really big, um, the really, really, you know, big win that you can get in a big organization is typically rather between, for example, the product organization and marketing. Uh, we, for example, have a lot of customers that are game developers that they call it, you know, live ops. And, you know, we're just before we're starting today, you know, we're talking about a little bit of gaming and, you know, games like Warzone, et cetera. And, you know, there's so quick cycles, you know, the, you know, the cycle from, okay, you know, we're going to, uh, you know, develop, you know, these things and we need to be marketed and, you know, and this is how we communicate with the community. All of these things, I know they're so short cycles. So it's, it's, it's so much more important to get away from those silos and, yeah. and actually get, you know, those, those two to actually work in tandem. And, and when that tandem is really on a cadence of a week, a day, or sometimes even faster than that, 
you know, that's where, you know, the really, really big win in the organization can happen. Um, has, um, has this been a lot of, um, what is your experiences with this question? Is, is, do you find it's, it's well, firstly, do, do you agree? Uh, secondly, do you find that this is something a little bit kind of hard to shoe for, for executives of many, many big organizations or, you know, how, you know, what, what's your experiences, you know, about this conversation? Yeah, I, I mean, first of all, the, the, the way, I think about this is that a lot of a lot of functions in the organization are thinking about doing things right, and by doing things right, you can you can you can do it fifteen percent better. You can you can you can get yeah. But but actually, that's not the game changer. It's not doing things right. It's doing the right things. So it's it's really having that mindset. And the way I look when I talk about the go-to-market framework, uh, I. I think there, there, there are two things that I want to address with that, which ties very much into what you are talking about. And the first one is that you get uh, um, the strategy and the directives becomes very relevant when you plan activities. You're thinking about that this activities is aimed at supporting the tactic that supports um, um, this goal or this directive for this, because this is our strategy. You, you, you can move up and down in the level of abstraction, which is norm. That's, that's a vocabulary, a way of talking that most organizations don't have. Uh, and I, I don't think anyone like th these different frameworks that you're talking about, they do not inherently solve that problem. Um, and nor does my, <laughs> proposed go-to-market framework so the, the i think this is really about culture so it's it's about like creating a culture where someone comes up and you and this is actually quite interesting it's like it's it's a question of uh, if we're going to move like really quick from one week to another and refocus because it's very opportunistic and it, it could result in us closing this massive deal that then open up this door and so forth I mean, usually that's not a like a strategic, uh, um, uh, someone thinking of it from a strategic perspective. It's usually people just down on the floor, like people solving problems, working that that see these openings. And how do how do you tie the activity? Like, should we do this or that activity? When someone comes up, these guys released this last week and they did this and that. Guess what? This opened up the 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 opportunity for us to allocate resources. Do that. How do you how do you actually how do you take that activity idea that could be a game changer? How do you move that up to the strategy level and get acceptance for it? And that no framework on, on there are no framework or, or methods that in itself going to solve that. It's about people and mindset. How do you find, um, um, do you, do you, um, do you see, um, you know, you know, marketing specifically, you know, do you, do you see some, you know specific challenges. You know with 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 driving these uh, these initiatives with 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 marketing organizations compared to to others. Uh, I think that looking into all um, all different functions, you have you have eighty percent is the same, twenty percent is unique. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think um, yes, but I wouldn't say it's very original from a marketing perspective. Uh, I think um, being the CMO of a of a, a fairly large marketing organization, perhaps in an international company or um, uh, w w that is established, uh, you have you have one battle that relates to what people expect you as a CMO to do, which mm -hmm. which perhaps is not always very 
worthwhile. Yeah. And the second thing, it's uh, uh, marketing is today so much, it's uh, like a technology play. So you need to sort of master that uh, skill set, which, by the way, a lot of pe your peers and the management team don't expect you to do or care about. Mm -hmm. And finally, uh, the organization as built up traditionally doesn't really support the agile mindset. So, yes, the, I mean, there are a lot of things to be said around uh, from a, the marketing function. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, of course, you know, ask you the question a little bit about kind of some specific challenges that you have um, you know, you, you know, you, you've been solving, you know, using, using Favre. I'm obviously very curious about that. But, but before, you know, you, you, you answer that, I, I see that we also have a, a question here that was directed specifically to me, which is, can you briefly describe or define, you know, your understanding of Agile? This is one of those which is, in one way, easy to answer, uh, in one way, very, very hard. Um, having been uh, uh, on the kind of Agile scene for more than 15 years now, I think my... My first keynote was back in 2005. Uh, I was one with three keynote speakers. The other one was Jeff Sutherland and the third one was Mike Kwon. So you can imagine I was quite nervous because following up after those guys, you know, it's, it's not that easy. Uh, and I did have the privilege to also be um, a keynote. Uh, one other time, uh, kind of like a scale agile conference, Jeff Sutherland was the opening uh, keynote and and, and uh, I, I was the closing one and, and then we had a fireside chat after that was that was a lot of fun so there's been some of those you know fantastic moments you know when I've you know from from a stage you know have to to kind of give a perspective of of, of these things but what I try to if I'm going to, to put it very briefly now I think I kind of want to um, I want to put it in two ways so you know, Agile in itself, you know, wasn't invented. You know, it, it's really a lot of different practices that, you know, in in um, you know when guys got together in in you know in in you know in Alta, not too far from you know where um, well Snowbird, uh, not too far from uh, where you um, used to live, John, uh, in, in Utah, uh, and you know they they wrote the Agile Manifesto. Um, you know, it, it's a collection of practices that really works for for these. Uh, uh, products that have a lot of unknowns. And this was obviously in software development in the beginning. Um, and then, you know, very specific methods came out of that, you know, like, you know, Scrum is, is you know, there's the classic joke that, you know, Scrum uh, is the method to convince product managers that Agile is good and extreme programming is the practice to convince programmers that, uh, that uh, Agile is good. And you have others, you know, like Crystal and DSDM and so forth. And then, you know, you got these kind of scaling frameworks like, you know, SAFE and, and, and the Spotify model and so forth. Spotify modeling in many ways kind of being adopted, I think, by you know, McKinsey now. Uh, so it's getting a, a lot of impact in, 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 in the market. Um, so, so we can talk about these kind of very specific, you know, methods. And so we could say that, you know, Agile is really kind of a, an umbrella uh, you know, for these methods that in common, you know, have a couple of principles that really all come goes back to the Agile Manifesto. Um, everything is, you know, it's more flow-based. It's about um, uh, short iterations and increments of delivery uh, across functional teams, you know, et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, what's, been, what's been the big trend, you know, the last couple of years and, you know, really also the origin of, of you know, of Favreau is that uh, the world is moving so fast today and, and if you look at kind of challenges, I think, you know, Patrick, you, you touched upon this, that a marketing team today is in many ways much more similar to, to a software engineering team uh, than what marketing looked like, you know, from an episode of Mad Men, you know, with Don Draper mm -hmm. in the corner office. You know, it's, it's much more a data-driven practice, you know, super short iterations. Um, 
So, so definitely what's been going on now recently is that uh, it is really the survival of the fittest that, you know, the most adaptable organization is the one that's going to win. Uh, so organizations have then started to think, well, you know, this thing that software developers have been doing for a while now to, to be able to, to be very adaptable to change, um, you know, what, what is, um, um, you know, how, how can we use that? So, um, so, so that's so, so. Then it's really about you know you know kind of being agile you know rather than than you know doing doing agile. Um, so so in many ways you know this is this is kind of you know what we uh, what, what we're tied into. Um, I'm going to get back down now to you, Patrick, on the uh, on the answer to to my question there on you know practical things that you saw with with Favre, and then we're going to go into some very concrete examples here by John on 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 uh, remote work uh, uh, solutions you know with with Favre, for example. Yeah, so uh, I mean, first of all, uh, looking at different, we grew out of we 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 started off with Trello and basically yes, grew out of it and felt that um, it it was too limiting. So we looked at we we saw the need because the usage of different type type of boards were kind of explode, exploding and there were different type of functions doing different things so the, the whole concept of being able to create relationship between them was very essential uh, so so that drove us uh, to favro and of course the ease of use was really and i think uh, uh, I, I mean i think my my like aha like this is kind of this has nothing to do with uh, and it being a super advanced uh, sophisticated system but one of my favorite things that i really enjoy is doing uh, retrospectives uh, using a, a fabro board and basically um, have the, the three columns of stop doing start doing continue doing and have the team come in uh, sit down everybody's quiet for five ten minutes and people start just creating cards in the different columns and and rather than creating the same card or uh, same po post it two times people start upvoting uh, uh, the different uh, cards and uh, and then you have when you're done 10 minutes later you have the discussion you go through all the, uh, the cards you perhaps write notes on the cards based on what's been said and so forth and then two, two magic thing happens. You can just, you, you store away uh, the board. Uh, so you have, a, you, you have it all documented done and you can go back and look at it. But of course, if there are actions derived from this, you just take the card and throw it into whatever process it is. Uh, I think that's just, that's, that's, that says so much about the spirit of how to think and how to do things. Uh, so I just, that's sort of my example. Yeah, and I mean, also pretty clearly, instead of using you know three tools in that situation, you're really only using using one, and there's no yeah. integrations or anything. You know, we also had one uh, more of a, a you know comment um, um, on more on the critical side uh, that um, you know we're already using technology, um, so you know what's the point? Um, and I think uh, <laughs> that's a pretty long discussion in itself. And obviously, we, we, it's it's not about using technology. Um, you know, you can use tools that are absolutely going to be detrimental for any agile initiative, and you can use tools that will rather help you. Uh, if we're going to talk about the technology side of things, but what I do actually want to like to point out as a kind of a comment to the comment is that you know when the maturity in when it comes to to uh, uh, organization wide agile and let's talk more about you know business agility is, is actually much lower you know for, for people like us who's been in, in the industry and worked with this for a very long time uh, we feel like well isn't this all kind of knowns now 
uh, doesn't everyone already know all of these practices? You know, what, what, what's really new to say? But then when you come out to an organization, very often the, mat the maturity is very uneven. You know, might have some people that actually have a, some teams that are extremely good in their practices. And then you have some teams that, that you know, they might say that, yeah, you know, we're agile, you know, we're using Scrum, but, but actually they're not really doing, you know, they're not getting any results out of, out of that in, in, in a good way. Uh, you know, it's not like Gartner just started talking about that leaders in IT organizations needs to really think more uh, from a business point of view and, you know, how is technology affecting the organization? Uh, they're still very much, you know, in thinking kind of very centralized, um, and, you know, very kind of old-fashioned thinking around it, you know, you know, procurement is typically, you know, very old-fashioned still. Mid-management for sure, mid-management often tends to be quite afraid of these kind of things. Uh, what does it mean to be more of an agile leader, to be a servant leader? Um, and they're afraid of losing their jobs. Uh, CEOs typically understand these things, you know, quite often at least, and, and but, you know, they might not just be high up on their agenda to drive it. So, um, there's a, there's a lot of room for, for organizations to, to get a lot of um, effect out of, out of their agile initiatives you know, still. You know, this is, this is in terms of kind of a maturity curve on, on where the market is right now in, in, in their agile practices where you know, software development teams, yes, they have come quite far. I think today it's not really about are we going to do waterfall or agile. It's just everyone's doing agile. It's more like how, how good are you at it? Uh, but when we talk about the organization as a whole, the maturity level is actually much lower than, than many of us expect. I, I actually, I listened to a, a webinar or yeah, with Scott Brinker. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him with him, uh, and, and the MarkTech, MarkTech.com. And uh, he was uh, part of HubSpot. Uh, and uh, basically uh, one of the questions, and he had a webinar about agile marketing. And uh, and he talked about the whole setup of working and so forth. And one of the things he he asked himself, it was like this been around forever. Like why is the why is this not happening more? So I think that that certainly has not been addressed. Uh, so that's really the technology is there, but people are not adopting it. Cool. Uh, awesome. I hope you enjoyed that interview. I certainly did. If you want to elevate yourself as a modern leader and help your teams become even more successful, then check out Favor Academy at favro.com. They will find podcasts, webinars, articles, all free of charge. Check it out.